All right, everybody, and welcome to the Wisconsin Show Choir Download. I'm your host, William Soki, and this is episode 21 of the download. Now, I'm recording this on Wednesday, January 6th, and so in a normal year, this would mean that it is the Wednesday before the competition season kickoff in Wisconsin. I know I myself would probably be going to Colby. This would be my fifth straight year going to the spectacular. I love everyone at Colby. It's a great event. You know, unfortunately, that's not happening this year. And, you know, I just want to let everyone know that everyone's feeling it right now. You know, you're not alone, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. And hopefully sometime later on in spring, you know, we can get together to see everybody's shows. And just a little bit of current news before we move into the title subject of today's episode. Uh, On Alaska is pretty much the only full competition schedule I've seen so far. They're doing a a mix of in-person and virtual competitions. I know St. Francis up in Minnesota is doing a virtual competition in late March. And then they're also going to be going to eastern Iowa to compete. And then they also have pretty much every event that I know of that's set right now in the state of Wisconsin, and that is their own classic. They have Fort Atkinson on the calendar, and they also have Eau Claire Memorial on the calendar, and then they also have North St. Paul uh, in Minnesota in the calendar for May. So that will be a very interesting competition season for them. And on the note of set lists, which I talked about last episode, Cashton Ridgetop Revolution, after doing a Knights theme last year, they're doing a Romance theme this year. If I remember correctly from the videos I saw, they're starting with Bad Romance by Lady Gaga and closing with Love Runs Up by One Republic. So it'll definitely be very interesting to see what songs they use to fill out that set and what the finished product is going to be. And on the flip side of that, a lot of other programs you know, are still trying to figure out what they're doing or you know, they just haven't released that yet, or they're not as far along in the process, and that's completely okay. You know, This season is definitely a different one for everybody, and that's the beauty of this season is that you, know, you don't have to try and slam stuff so early in the year. I know Lacrosse Central uh, is still in the process of maybe trying to put together a competition season, and West Salem is having their wonderful choreographer, Kyle Brower, come choreograph for them, I think, sometime later this month. So that's just a little bit of an update on where the current scene stands right now. To get into the title subject of the episode, I have done a hypothetical competition episode back in May, and a little while ago I did a 10 uh, best defunct programs episode. So this is kind of in the same vein as that. It's just something that I do for fun, and hopefully we can all get a little bit of enjoyment out of. As I know, I mean, people are still kind of cooped up. There's not entirely too much to do right now and you know you may be asking yourself you know why did I choose 2004 and that's a completely wonderful question and mainly I chose 2004 because of how deep the Onalaska show choir classic was that year I knew that it was a historic field and that's not me sensationalizing anything that's just how it was Uh, and also because there's a fair bit of information about it available online I know that sometimes as you get back before 2010 and really before 2000, you know, you can kind of struggle to find consistent information, but luckily there were 17 competitions in the Wisconsin circuit in 2020, and uh, I found information for 11 competitions in 2004, 
And off the top of my head, I could only think of one other one that would maybe be happening, and that's Eau Claire Memorial, that I did not see results there for. Um, because if you look at the competitions that get you to 17 in 2020, uh, a lot of them simply were not running back in 2004. Colby didn't start for another couple of years. Parkview only started in like 2018. Viterbo was a couple of years after 2004. Lacrosse Central was in the 2010s. De Pere started this year. Burlington, I think, was around 2010. And Craig started in 2016. So that is definitely, I think, a plus in retrospect when you look at it is that there are a lot more opportunities for uh, all these choirs to perform. And, you know, it's definitely great to see that, at least on the competition side of things, uh, the scene has expanded a lot in the past 15-odd years. And also in 2004, you know, the stars kind of aligned in a lot of the, the golden wave of what I would call the, the Wisconsin show choir directors that really uh, push a lot of their choirs to prominence and, you know, where they get their name reputations from. We're still at those programs in 2004. You want to look first and foremost at, you know, Paul Galsvig at Onalaska, you know, just absolutely legendary in terms of continuity and longevity. Dan Riscard at Logan directing the Class Act. Karen Luer over at Sauk Prairie. Mike Esser at Lacrosse Central. George Upthal at Eau Claire Memorial. Dan Calhoun at Broadhead. Bill Schronk at Milton. Bob Schronk at Janesville Craig. Lori Fleury at New London. Uh, you know, these are directors that have put loads and loads of years into those programs. And you know, I'm sure that there are most definitely some directors right now that are also, you know, putting in those years and, and maybe in 15 years they'll do another one of these and look back at, at 2020. Who knows? So to get on the competition side of things, the first competition in Wisconsin was the Onalaska Show Choir Classic, and this was just an incredibly, incredibly deep competition. There were 28 varsity level groups there, and that's pretty much something unheard of today. You know, you can maybe get 16-ish, but then, you you know, you're going to have a few schools bring in women's groups or prep groups or maybe, you know, a couple, you know, just mixed prep groups from independent schools or middle school groups, but, you know, you might get up to 28 altogether, but rarely, if ever, are you going to see 28 varsity level groups. And that right there is, is just wow. You know, and that's just the kind of caliber that they drew regularly back then. Um, but if you look at, if you look at these finals, it kind of reads as a who's who of Midwest show choir, at least around that time. Mount Zion's swing stations from central Illinois took the grand championship with best choreography and the best female soloist, Lacrosse Central's Grand Central Station was first runner-up with Best Band. Eisenhower Elite Energy, also from Central Illinois, second runner-up. Uh, best Vocals in Finals and the Best Male Soloist. Totino Grace Company of Singers from Minnesota, third runner-up. Franklin Central FC Singers from Indiana, fourth runner-up. And Buffalo Grove Expressions from Suburban Chicago, fifth runner-up, and even though Buffalo Grove does not compete anymore and Eisenhower's merged with the Crosstown High School just to become Decatur, you look at the four remaining groups and they're still winning grand championships. So that's, you know, pretty amazing and pretty incredible. And then, you know, I'm not going to read off all 28 groups for the sake of, of brevity, but just to take a look at 
kind of the Wisconsin groups that were there, the only in-state group to make finals was Lacrosse Central's Grand Central Station. You know, obviously three of the finals groups are from Illinois, through in Minnesota and Indiana in there. And, you know, it doesn't leave a ton of room for your in-state groups. Uh, the next in-state group was Fort Atkinson in 10th. And so nobody else was really, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure the scores were all close because, you know, just with that caliber of groups, they're bound to be close. And what's even crazier is that the best vocals group in prelims was Omaha Westside's Amazing Technicolor Show Choir, and they placed ninth in prelims. And that's just incredible that, you know, you can have the best vocal score out of 28 groups and you wind up ninth. Um, that's just nuts to me. Other in-state groups, Sock Prairie was 12th in prelims, Milton was 18th, Altoona was 19th, Broadhead was 20th, Logan was 23rd, Parkview was 24th, Washburn was 25th, Nina was 27th, and De Pere was 28th. So, you know, it, it may seem skewed toward the bottom, but, you know, it's a lot closer of a competition for a lot of these Wisconsin groups. You're not going to, you know, roll in from Indiana and potentially say, oh, you know, I'm shooting for 20th place at this competition. So, yeah, that was just an incredibly stacked field. Some of those same groups then moved on to Milton the next weekend, and I know that Milton at the present day has, you know, kind of a reputation for being one of the tougher comps on the circuit. Uh, Onalaska was far and away the toughest competition in 2001, but Milton definitely attracted a bunch of out-of-state talent as well. Lacrosse Central prevailed in this one. They took best choreography and they tied for best vocals uh, as well as taking best band. Davenport North Northside Establishment from Iowa. First runner-up tied for best vocals and took best male soloist. Cedar Rapids Jefferson Westside Delegation second runner-up. Iowa City High Fourth Avenue Jazz third runner-up. Sauk Prairie fourth runner-up and Eau Claire Memorial fifth runner-up. So again, you want to talk about only three in-state groups making finals. You know, and that's kind of par for the course. At Milton, recent years as well, it's just kind of the competition it drew. Looking on down the line, Fort Atkinson was seventh, again, just kind of barely missing out on finals. Hastings Riverside Company coming over from Minnesota did not make finals in eighth. Monona Grove, ninth. Uh, Lacrosse Logan, 11th. Janesville Craig, 12th. Reedsburg, 13th. And Lodi, 17th. If you're looking at some of those in-state groups. And Monona Grove was the next competition on the circuit. They actually held a late January date for a while. And Mount Zion returned from Illinois, claimed their second grand championship in Wisconsin that year. They took best choreography. And Hastings, a week after not making finals at Milton, took first runner-up at Monona Grove, best vocals, and best crew. Sock Prairie took the second runner-up spot, which is interesting, obviously, because they wound up fifth at Milton and Hastings was eighth. But different judges, you know, different improvements in the show. You know, anything can happen over a week's time, and we've seen that time and time again. Altoona, third runner-up. Nina, fourth runner-up. Parkview, fifth runner-up. Uh, not in finals, some of the local groups. New London, Lodi, Chippewa Falls, Mayville, Broadhead, Kettle Moraine, Lutheran, Green Bay East, and Madison East. And, you know... This kind of seems like a competition that would happen in 2020. You know, you have four in-state groups in finals, and you have a bunch of in-state groups also vying for those final spots. And that's one thing that Monona Grove always does really well is that, you know, they pull everybody from that area there. And I think that's pretty much true of that competition as well. Sock Prairie has been a fixture at the end of January for darn near 30 years, if not more. 
and their competition was held on the 31st in 2004. The Hilltoppers basically pulled a, a classic and they swept everything. Best vocals, best choreography, best male soloist, best female soloist. Parkview first runner-up, Fort Atkinson second runner-up, Milton third runner-up, Madison East fourth runner-up, Alaska Express fifth runner-up, and you know while Express may not make a ton of finals these days, they definitely still do, and I think that you know it's still common back then too, and that's just a testament to the legacy of excellence they have. Broadhead wound up just missing out on finals in seventh. Mayville and Nina tied for eighth in prelims and some other groups that didn't make finals there. Reedsburg, Craig with Socia Central, Lodi, Logan, Holman, and Chippewa Falls. And this is now, this upcoming one, is the only competition that existed in 2004 and does not exist now to the best of my knowledge. And that is the New London Center Stage Invitational. Their last year was 2017. Uh, who knows? Kevin Spindler recently went to that program and... You know, he has experience running competitions at Colby for 15 years. So will we see another New London competition? I don't know. You know, I would definitely enjoy seeing another one, but who's to say? In 2001, Sock Prairie came out on top, as they often did at New London Best Vocals, Best Male Soloist. Mayville, in second place, took home Best Female Soloist. Altoona was third. Reedsburg was fourth. YTBN was fifth. And Altoona's Loco L&L prep group was sixth uh, obviously a little bit of a smaller competition i did not find a list of all the groups that came to the invitational but you know that with two prep groups making finals it probably wasn't the biggest one out there new london never was but you know still overall it you know a solid pickup for sog prairie and altoona both having two groups in finals and mayville taking home that female soloist award as well the second weekend of february has not changed in 20 years. It has always been the Fort Atkinson and Logan show. Starting out at Fort Atkinson, Prospects Mixed Company, coming up from Illinois, claimed best vocals, best choreography, and best crew en route to the Grand Championship. The Sullivan Singers from Illinois, first runner-up, Davenport West West Connection from Iowa, second runner-up, Linmar 10th Street Edition, third runner-up, Parkview Pizzazz, fourth runner-up, Mayville Cardinal Singers, fifth runner-up. And yeah, that's for, for you as well is is a bunch of Illinois and Iowa talent and I know even 2019 I think it was Davenport Central went to Fort so you know that there's still Iowa groups coming uh, and nice to see you know Parkview they've been steadily progressing throughout the season so far they were you know 24th at Onalaska and then they were able to sneak into that fifth runner-up spot at Monona Grove and they were second place at Sauk Prairie, and now they are fifth place at Fort Atkinson against a bunch of talent. So that has been going really well for them so far up to this point in the season. Not in finals, Monona Grove, uh, Jefferson, uh, which is, I believe, just north of Fort Atkinson, McWanago, DePier, Reedsburg, Eau Claire Memorial, Broadhead, and Milton. So yeah, tough, tough competition even for the locals. Flipping over to the other side of the state, Lacrosse Logan, their showcase, Lacrosse Central's Grand Central Station, picking up best vocals and best band, winning the competition. Totino Grace's Company of Singers won the Best Choreography Award and were first runner-up. Waconia's Power Company was second runner-up. Sock Prairie's Executive Session was third runner-up. Altoona's Locomotion were fourth runner-up. 
Uh, Holman's Midwest Express was fifth runner-up. Not in finals. Toma, Colby, North St. Paul, and New London. So a little bit of a smaller one there. Uh, but you don't often see Waconia and Totino Grace pop into the same out-of-state competition. So that was nice to see. Moving on to the end of February, there were no competitions. The third Saturday in February, as Monona Grove was in January. Broadhead uh, was the last Saturday in February back then. And their neighboring school, Parkview, picked up the first grand championship of the season. They took home best band. Fort Atkinson was first runner-up with best costumes. Hastings was in third place, and that marked their third Wisconsin appearance this year. And they've just been kind of flip-flopping all over the place with a bunch of different choirs. So definitely a very interesting season there. Minota Grove was third runner-up. Oakland Memorial 4th runner-up, Altoona 5th runner-up. Some of the groups not making finals there, Mayville, Elk Mound, Logan, Holman, Middleton, Wistosha Central, and Colby. And Holman was still in March back then, but it was not in the first weekend of March like it has been for a while, or the second weekend in March like it was slated to take place in 2021. It was the third weekend in March, which is Already the end of Wisconsin competition season presently, and they're not even the last one. So at the Holman Finals, uh, Parkview continued their role. They picked up their second grand championship in state on the year. Best vocals, best choreography, best band. Logan and Mayville tied for second place on Alaska. Express took the third runner-up spot in finals. New London Vision, fourth runner-up. Chippewa Falls, Chai High Harmonics, fifth runner-up. Uh, the pure jam session not making finals there and I, those were the only seven groups I could find I don't know if there were more I don't think their invitational was too tenured at that point so it definitely could have been a smaller one or it could be one of those things that's just kind of lost to history Altoona Palooza was not in January it was still the last weekend of the month however it just took place in March and Eau Claire Memorial after a little bit of a rough start to season. They took home the grand championship with best vocals. Milton Correlation was first runner-up with best choreography. Holman Midwest Express, second runner-up. Parkview, third runner-up. Broadhead, fourth runner-up. And Nina, fifth runner-up. Not making finals, Totino Grace's women's group in seventh place. Chippewa Falls in eighth place. Elk Mound in ninth place. Janesville Craig in tenth place. Albert Lee from Minnesota in eleventh uh, Colby in 13th and McDonald Central Catholic in 15th for a couple more of those in-state groups. And moving on now to our last competition of the year, the Toma Spring Spectacular, which took place on April 3rd. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Toma used to hold a competition kind of in that late March, early April vicinity for a few years in the early 2000s. I heard rumors that they were maybe going to host in 2021. I don't think those plans ever got off the ground too far before the pandemic canceled a lot of things, pretty much everything show choir-wise. They only took four finalists at that competition. Cedar Rapids Kennedy Happiness Incorporated took home the grand championship. Prairies the Ambassadors, also from Cedar Rapids, took home second place. Cedar Rapids Kennedy's prep group took home third place. And the Iowa City West Good Times Company took fourth place. No in-state finalists. Uh, and I don't have the entire list in front of me right now, but I don't think 
there was a single in-state group at that competition. You had Rolling Meadows from Illinois and Albert Lee from Minnesota also there. Um, but yeah, I don't think a single in-state group was there, which is pretty surprising. The closest thing I can think of to that is Viterbo, where there are sometimes only two or three in-state groups on the competition. So instead of rolling through a, a kind of choir-by-choir choir breakdown, I'm already at the 20-minute mark of this podcast. I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to keep my listeners for. So we're just going to do a quick rundown of the Grand Championship tier and then a couple notes I had about this season. In the Grand Championship tier, you had uh, Lacrosse Central, who took home four on the year at Milton, Logan, and then out of state uh, in Sioux City, Iowa, and Cedar Rapids, Iowa, at Sioux City East and Cedar Rapids Jefferson's competitions. Uh, you had Sauk Prairie winning the New London competition. You had Onalaska taking home wins at Sauk Prairie, Mount Zion in Illinois, Urbandale, and Cedar Rapids, Washington, both in Iowa. You had Parkview taking home grand championships in Broadhead and Holman, and you had Eau Claire Memorial winning at Altoona. And one thing I talked about in my 2020 season review episode was how so many out-of-state choirs came in, and they won grand championships in 2020. And so if you look at out-of-state grand champions, uh, that came to Wisconsin. Mount Zion won at Onalaska and Minota Grove. Prospect won at Fort Atkinson and Cedar Rapids Kennedy won at Toma. And so just a few notes that I had about this season. Uh, Parkview Pizzazz, definitely one of the smaller schools on the circuit. I don't know if they are the smallest exactly, but I know that they're definitely down there. They had a phenomenal season. Nine competitions between January and April. Eight finals appearances that only one they missed was on Alaska. They were second at the Fame National Show Choir Cup at Branson, Missouri, competing against show choirs from all across the country and also went to Ellettsville, Indiana to compete in the Edgewood Contest of Champions. So a banner season for that program there. Lacrosse Central competed five times in 2004. They took home four grand championships, four best vocal awards, three best choreography awards, and five best band awards. So that's just a traditional central season of excellence, and that was par for the course for them during that decade. On Alaska Express, like I mentioned before, they made two finals appearances in 2004, and that's just... You know, the legacy they have is perennially the top performing prep group in the state. And you may have heard Janesville Craig a few times in the not in finals category. That is because this was their first season competing. Uh, Bob Schrank had directed that high school's choirs for a little bit. And, you know, they'd maybe been a swing choir, but non-competitive. And then in 2004, they finally took the leap. And, well, the rest is history. And they're one of the top players in the Wisconsin scene now. And it was also the second year of the Colby Coalition and Kevin Spindler there. So it was a building year for Colby as well. And if you want to look at it from that lens and kind of which groups were here back then that are no longer on the circuit and kind of vice versa... Uh, Elk Mound was the most consistent competitor that is no longer a part of the scene. Uh, you also had Lodi, who popped up at a few, and uh, they did not make it to any competitions in 2020. And then a few one-offs, you had McQuanago pop up at one of them. You had Jefferson pop up a little bit, and you had Middleton pop up. Uh, and when you talk about groups that have come onto the scene since then, besides Craig and Colby, uh, if you're talking about finals appearances in the last couple of years, the main one is Hamilton Synergy, 
and that one did not. He founded until 2012 or 2013, maybe. And then Burlington B. Jazzled was about a half decade away from forming. And the Kewaskum Notables, who made finals a couple times uh, in 2019, um, they were still a long ways off from being established as well. But, you know, one thing I did notice when I was looking through these is that, you know, the, the prep divisions, uh, yeah, they may have had mixed gender groups from those schools that were competing in the varsity division, but, you know, there were not really uh, schools that just entered in the mixed prep category. I think West Salem was one of the only ones I saw back then. Um, and that's really where uh, the Wisconsin scene has grown. Now you see kind of a, a robust prep scene, and Sparta was a part of that uh, up until this year, and hopefully they can compete varsity soon. Um, but if you want to look at schools like DeForest, um, Ashland, you know, Ashwapadon maybe is going to be stepping up their presence uh, with bringing in Ben Schrunk and, you know, tons of others. You know, they're going to be your one-offs like Fall Creek and Campo Sport, but it's definitely grown a little bit, and, um, you know, everyone should be really proud of that. And hopefully it can continue to grow for a long time to come. As always, if you could rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening, that would be great. Um, we are available on iTunes and Spotify for those of you who do not have Apple devices. Uh, make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at WIShowChoir on both accounts. DMs are open there. Uh, if you have any info about where your choir is going to be performing this year, uh, what kind of rehearsal format your choir is doing, you know, what your theme is, you know, not even what your songs are, but just what your theme is. Uh, otherwise, any questions, comments, or thoughts can also be emailed to wishowchoir at gmail.com. And that just about wraps up this episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please stay safe, stay healthy. This is William Soki saying goodbye until the next Wisconsin Show Choir download.